Oh my god, are we doing this? We are doing this. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my god. So- okay. Oh jeez. Why do we decide to start a podcast? God <laughs> only knows. Well, here's the official intro to Amira and Tree After Dark. Hi. Oh my god. This is gonna be this insane. is gonna be the stories we have a to mess. tell. Oh my god. It really is gonna be a mess. Every we don't even have a posting schedule. It's just us being us instead of our I guess people now get an insight instead of like our um you know 15 hour long facetimes we're just gonna record podcasts and those are just gonna be the episodes facts facts it's just amira's mental breakdowns or amira's i think it'll be all abuse to herself (laughs) oh my god anyway this is gonna be crazy but um before you even start talking about your life um, I think you should explain what it's like being like a social media influencer, I guess. That's what we can call you. 400K, right? No, so. totally. I feel like having such a large platform at a young age is really fucking crazy. There is – I've always had really attention is. on me, but this is like a whole different level. The hate, the love, the messiness of it, the drama is on a whole oh another level. Yeah, I remember when we first started talking, this is what we talked about, just how like, it's like every move you make is being judged. So it's almost as if you're walking a very fine line. I remember when you speak on issues, right? A lot of people hate how you speak about certain things. And a lot of people are like, Oh, yeah, thank you for speaking. And then other people are like, it's not your place or whatever. And it's just really like, there's no winning with it. It's always somehow to some person, it's the wrong decision. So it's kind of tough. No, 100%. It's the being able like it's the being a young Indian girl coming out and being like hey this is my body i choose to show my boobs whenever i want to this is who i am i'm gonna curse i'm gonna drink alcohol i'm gonna smoke weed i'm going to pop a perk if i wanted to and i'm going to be valedictorian and no one on tiktok no one in the entire world was ready for me to do that and i kind of was just like hey bitches i'm here now and you're just gonna have to deal with it True. And also, um, another thing is you are very just you wear your brand on your sleeve and you aren't like a person to have any like doubts about it. And a lot of people refuse to believe that you can be smart and do everything that you do at the same time, like have a life outside of school, but also literally own the school like you the amount of work you put in you can talk about it all you want but really no one gets to see that except for your closest friends like how you stay up late pull all-nighters all the time I've seen you do your work at like six in the morning because you have an assignment due and cry about your grades like it's so normal like she literally like you literally live a standard life outside of that and you work hard and you have dreams and you have goals and aspirations and whatever but you also have a fun side and a let loose side but People don't think you can balance that, which is kind of weird because you do it. Exactly. You're like a walking example. Literally. And it's the whole, like, I get so much hate for it. It's the, oh my God, well, you can't be a certified EMR. The legal age is 18. No, because in my school, because of the academies, we have special privileges with the national association. And a lot of people just refuse to believe that. And it's the whole thing which is like, oh, well, you're going to be a doctor and you're openly speaking about all of this stuff. Yeah. I have multiple doctor friends who are absolute alcoholics. They smoke weed almost every day of their life, and they are great doctors. I grew up always around older kids, so my best friends are doctors, and they are surgeons. And you don't think that they don't, we don't chill in my backyard and roll a blunt. No, they do. 
or they don't um, party and throw parties every other week. Yeah, they 100% do. And I feel like I'm kind of just here shining a light on, hey, I'm educated. I'm educated. I can be able to balance both. And I'm extremely educated. And a lot of people refuse to believe that because it's so uncommon. Another thing people always um, refuse to believe is how close you are with your parent, like your mom. And it's just weird because um, so many people like assume from the outside, just from a couple videos, they know your entire relationship with like everyone, not just your mom, but with your friends, your even your ex, like, you know, Calvin and everything. They assume they knew everything from just whatever. But um, speaking from being behind the scenes and seeing everything, honestly, social media is so different than a normal like a person's life social media is a glimpse into everything that goes on and most of the time influencers post like just the parts they want people to see like obviously you aren't going to post the arguments and post the fights 24 7 you'll post sometimes you'll talk about a disagreement or talk about what you want to talk about or show good moments but that's not a whole person's life like so many of your followers think they know everything about you from one video like if you go to the comment section they're like oh this and that your mom and you are so nice and blah 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 but no you guys have your moments just like every other like person does and they think they know everything and it's so funny like when we made that tiktok exposing you so many people were like oh shoot like she's not who we thought she was like there's a lot of things you don't know about her and it's just like weird to think that everyone thinks they can judge you from just one 60 second video no a hundred percent it's literally everyone is always just like with the whole calvin situation there has been you see it all the time we argued almost every day he made me cry almost every day but i chose to put it on social media as if we were the happiest go lucky couple ever we were happily doing long distance no it was emotionally and physically exhausting to be in a relationship with him and no one realized that and now that we've broken up and i'm like speaking out on it because a lot of other people are going through the same thing everyone's just like no way you never did that well because i didn't want everyone to see that part of me but now i'm like yeah like there was open and like okay with just being like hey he treated me terribly he broke my heart and that's okay because it made me a stronger person yeah, and there was like a whole week and a half where on social media you really put on a face and so many people didn't know that like right after the breakup you were really lost mentally and emotionally and I had to like I saw that for a week and a half almost two weeks and a lot of people know that but it was a constant like every hour pick me up like just make sure you're okay make sure you're alive make sure you're, like it was it was bad and and there was moments in your relationship where it was on the verge of breaking and we were talking about today where it was just that you wanted it to last because trade it as such a happy go lucky like relationship and it was you wanted it to be that like we all wanted it to be that but in reality there was a lot of moments where every single time we were giving him the benefit of the doubt every single time we were just convincing ourselves that it's okay it's okay it's a mistake it's a mistake but it really never was that it was just him abusing you over and over and over emotionally and us just refusing to acknowledge it because we wanted you happy and we outweighed like the terrible moments with the like two or three good ones every month and we're like oh remember that though and then we really refused to acknowledge all the shitty things he did so literally we always used like remember the screenshots of him like really drunk saying oh my god you're the most beautiful person ever i used those as like comfort things when it was literally one time four o'clock in the morning whilst we were both like drunk like 
those weren't valid emotions. Those weren't valid enough things. Like he never made me feel like I was a loved in that relationship at any point. And you could say that as well because you saw that he never did that for me. Facts. And he like, he really just gave you what? Negative 5% and you were putting in 105, 205% just to try to make up everything he took away. And I was watching you, like, you were emotionally drunk end of every single day um, trying to keep up with a relationship that was so one-sided. And there was, like, the two or three moments where um, he reciprocated that effort, that reciprocated. We checked. We kept track of how many paragraphs and how many good things he said. He didn't even give you closure in a relationship. Let's talk about that. He was supposed to send you a letter to explain everything, and he never did that either. And he just said, you know what? I'm going to not give her closure, not explain myself. Just leave it at that. Let her emotionally cope by herself and have her figure it out. I I don't even have words for how dumb that is. Like, she did everything for you, and you sat there and said, never mind. Exactly. Like, he really just was just like, hey – I'm not ready for a relationship. This is about me. I'm not going to give two shits. You deserve to be happy by yourself. That's about it. Bye, Mira. And then he sat on the phone with me and I was crying over the phone saying, hey, Calvin, I love you. I want to wait for you. My heart is here for you. I will help you study. I will stay on the phone with you. And he really was just like, no, that's not good enough for me. I don't want it. Yeah. And And a lot of people fail to see that. And like now everyone's like, oh, shit, he was a terrible person, Amira. And Mm -hmm. like now that I'm openly talking about it, like the whole social media thing, not everything is not what you see at all. Like I have my terrible moments with my mom. I have terrible moments with social media. The hate does get to me sometimes. And I can openly say that because it's a normal feeling. I'm human and those emotions are valid. Yeah, just I, I was so like shocked by it because that night when everything was like seven in the morning and I was getting a call from you. Um, first of all, I got a call from you at two, four, six, and seven. I was not awake. Um, but anyway, you guys have been you guys were on call. And then I got a call at seven and twelve. Okay, yeah, and I was up I woke up to the call and Calvin was on one end of Amira's phone and I was on the other and we were listening I was listening back and forth while they talked and I was talking to Calvin talking to Amira and it was just you could blatantly see that this kid like he claimed that he fell out of love with someone but it looked like he was just like eagerly waiting to get out of a relationship it was so bad and it's funny because so many people texted Amira DM'd me DM'd Amira saying oh this kid cheated this kid this this kid that and Amira and I sat there and we like like your cry and I comforted her and whatever and we confronted Calvin and we confronted the people and we confronted everything and at the end of the day down to oh no believe Calvin believe the boyfriend believe Calvin believe the boyfriend and then we had the PowerPoint night and Calvin like he really did not on that PowerPoint night we counted points and he got the lowest score yet it still came down to I'm saying with Calvin I still love him I he treats me when we knew it was wrong but we did it anyway at every moment was the benefit of the doubt from me you mom whatever whoever all your friends literally everyone it was there was nights where calvin's parents told him like they were talking shit about him and what i was crying and it was your mom you me he was going to to talk to him about it and he really threw it all away and said like he really had a whole group of people who didn't like him but put their feelings aside because i loved him and that my love was enough to make me happy that they put their shit aside and said, hey, 
you know what? Amira loves you, so we're going to love you too. Exactly. He had an entire system behind him that wasn't even part of his family. That wasn't even part of anyone. It was his girlfriend and his friend, her family and whatever. And he threw it all away because he said he fell out of love. I personally do not believe that in within a week you can fall out of love with someone. Like, I'm sorry. I think it's a progressive thing. Like, this girl was willing to wait for you for ages and you said no. Like, how do you say no to someone waiting for you? And he couldn't even give me a valid reason why. Like, I would have understand more if he was just like, listen, like, this is the reason why. And this made me feel a certain way. And I can't be in a relationship because of so-and-so. He never did that. He literally said the first night he were going to break up, he literally was just like, oh, well, I don't love you anymore. And I called bullshit. And it was bullshit. And that night that we stayed on the phone together, I was like, that was fucking bullshit. Because remember, he unadded me because he couldn't like bear to see me fucking move on with another guy yeah and i it was funny because he was like i don't want you to wait for me but then at the same time he's pulling that like i get it okay you don't want someone to wait for you yes i understand that but at least have a reason like what i don't understand is how you can say i don't want you to wait for me but have no reason for it. at least give someone an explanation as to why like you know what i think you're better off without me but calvin calvin's reasoning was I'm failing school, I this, I that. And you kept asking him, but why do you not want me to wait? Why do you not want me to wait? And he was never able to explain himself. His reasoning was, oh, it's in the letter. It's in the letter. It's in the letter. He never sent the letter. The the damn letter is still not here. So we really don't have closure. And when I say we, I mean you and I, because... refused to talk to me about it. And he be like i just i need my space blah 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 but he didn't give any valid reason as to why you couldn't wait for him exactly like i would have sat there and if he needed help okay the classes that he was taking i already took and we all know that i do dual enrollment so i have these classes i pass them i've taken the exams i know what the material is i would have sat on the phone i would have helped him because that's what girlfriends do i would have given my 500 percent if i needed to because he was lacking 200 of that percent i would have gave him my all and that was never good enough and like the whole now going back to like the whole what social media sees and what it doesn't see no one ever saw that and no one ever saw me fall I was always coming off as like hey this is my life I'm always happy everything in it is perfect and now that I'm more comfortable on social media now I'm more comfortable with my audience it's like I cry when I need to I cry when I feel hurt like his hoodie is sitting in my closet and sometimes yeah I go and I look at it and I cry because he was a part of my life for eight months. Then, then it hurts, obviously, because those are all valid emotions. And it's 100% to be okay with that. And it's not being a sad little bitch. It's not being a pussy. It's not being a simp. It's being an actual human being. And a lot of people fail to realize that. And I think that's why I have such a really good audience is because I'm raw with every emotion I ever feel. And I think yeah. that's great. And also, yeah. And also, another thing is that a lot of people have realized but your emotional support never came from well it came from Kelvin for a while but mostly from your girls until we met and then it wasn't even Kelvin it came from me it was you giving Kelvin emotional support and me giving you emotional support we always talked about this we were like your relationship is a like a relationship but not like just the only reason it's not is because um like it's just our friendship is Literally, if you can't find a relationship like our friendship, then it shouldn't be that. But your relationship with Kelvin 
wasn't that and we ignored it we always said like our relationship our friendship is like a relationship it was always us against the world it's like literally me and you relying on each other for emotional support but at the same time you should be able to rely on Calvin. You should have been able to talk to him about your emotional I, problems, but it was never I literally that. had to fucking get absolutely drunk to even tell this man about my feelings. I remember that. I yeah. was excessively and- chugging vodka because I was so scared to tell him about my emotions because I was scared that he was going to judge me. And ladies, gentlemen, you should never feel that in a relationship. Like now I'm talking to another guy. I'm falling in love with another guy. All of those emotions that I had to drink alcohol to tell him – those emotions are coming out sober, like no weed, no exactly. alcohol. When you find a person that you can openly talk about anything to, like Tree, I don't hide anything from her. As soon as I feel something, I pick up the phone and I call. As soon as I cry, I do any emotion I ever feel, I literally text this bitch. And we exactly. talk about it. And if you don't... We'll talk for hours. Exactly. It's like, it's not, yeah. And it's like, um, it's not like a you tell me and I'm like, okay, well, let me know when it's better. No. We'll sit there and we'll talk about it until she's laughing or until I'm laughing something until we're not crying anymore. Cause yes, we are emotional bitches. And it is, it is a fact like, yeah, we go through shit all the time. Our families aren't perfect. Aren't perfect. And I know they uh, like a lot, especially Amira's life comes out uh, like that on social media it comes across as mostly perfect when she decides to portray it that way, but it's not like that. And it requires a lot of rebuilding. And sometimes that rebuilding isn't done alone. Like you need someone to rely on to help you pick yourself up. Like when Amira and Calvin broke up, if this is going to sound really weird, but if Amira didn't have the people in her life, she would probably still be like that. Like I know she's a strong person, but that was not an easy breakup. And she really relied on everyone else around her to help her pick herself up because it was hard and it was hard watching it. But at the end of the day, if you're friends with someone, if you love someone, you will do whatever it takes to make sure they're on their feet again. No, and 100%. You really, yeah. I was so lucky. Like, not even, like, it was mostly Bay, right? That's what we all call her, if you don't know. It's her nickname <laughs> is Bay, and she is Bay. So don't even Hi. try stealing that <laughs> shit. But Bay, besides Bay, literally, it was my guy friends checking up on me every hour. It was all the girls in my neighborhood coming over making sure i was okay making sure i don't literally overdose on any substance and it's like real shit because mental health like that is something that is really fucked with me that a lot of people don't see and same thing with you like our mental health has i don't know it is terrible yeah there's a story and i'll I'll tell it it's kind of deep but like i'll tell it and first of all calvin also used to call me bae which is kind of funny but anyway literally um, yeah but anyway um this is kind of a deep story but i'll get into it because i think we're like loki ready to talk about it but there was a time when i was at the dds and amira was going through stuff with her parent, her mom and she she was about to like she didn't want to like die but she was like talking about it she's like i really like don't want to do this anymore like i i can't and i i physically just like I'm drained and there's no point and blah, blah, blah. And obviously we all know that she wasn't actually going to like commit suicide because that's not who she is. But, but I was ready to check myself into a hospital. Yeah, and she over- was ready. Like, put yeah. myself into a hospital. Exactly. And it's funny because she didn't call Calvin. She called me at the DDS when I was getting my driver's license. She called me and I picked up the phone. I called Calvin. Amira called Calvin or texted him. He didn't answer. He, I texted him. He didn't answer. He didn't even bother to register and then got mad at her. Uh, two months later, he's saying, literally, oh, I, I was just like, oh, yeah, I almost overdosed on pills. And he was just like, what? And I was just like, I literally texted you. And I was just like, even I'm in I the hospital. You, I told you. Like, okay. And he was just like, oh. 
What? Like, and I was just like, yeah. you literally failed to register that. Like, I dropped hints to him, and they weren't, like, vague hints. They were like, hey, like, I'm not feeling well. I'm in the hospital. Like, I was in the hospital for four days. I remember that. It was so bad. Like, Amira was on call with me every hour I was checking up on her. Like, everything was going on. And it was so funny because Calvin texted me later on, and I'm pretty sure, like, I'm, I know you've seen the screenshots of this or the screen recording of it, but um, he was like, uh yelling at her he was like how do i not know that my own girlfriend almost tried to kill herself blah 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 but like if you read my text with calvin i literally texted him saying hey yo like can you pick up the phone i'm pretty sure amira is gonna like die like i like i actually think i called him like seven times and he did not answer once and my like i dropped everything i literally walked out of the dds to talk to this kid i was like Pick, pick up the phone your girlfriend's about to die like please like answer and then instead Amira's sitting here bawling on the phone and I like I'm doing as much as I can sadly I live in Georgia so it's a little bit difficult but I I talked her out of it and we talked through it and I was on the phone with her for that entire day like if you look at her call log 22 out of the 24 hours we were on the phone and her boyfriend texted her zero times exactly like, and do you remember how long it used to take him to text me Oh my god, he would leave her you undelivered for eight hours, leave you on open, leave you on literally everything. And I'm we were so here. toxic to the yeah. genuine point where like if I were something, I remember a point where like I decided like he complained. He was just like, I don't like what you're wearing. And I literally stopped. Do you remember the point where I stopped wearing revealing clothes and I literally yeah, you were over and and long so, Yep, 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 yep. It because so... it made him happy. Yeah, and, and it's I was so just tired funny. of him bitching. Like, oh my god! I remember there's this like all Amira asked for in that relationship was, "Hey, I want people to know you have a girlfriend. Please post me. Please do this." He, this man's excuse. I don't know how to work Instagram highlights. I don't know how to post Snapchat. Really? So, so when you post on your Instagram story once in a while, you don't know what you're doing. Or when you have Snapchats on your Snap story, you don't know what you're doing. So you can't do it for your girlfriend, but you can do it for all the drinking and alcohol and party. Really? That's great. Um, but yeah, he texted me and Amira's seen the screenshots. Oh, and that's also how our friendship works. Whenever she's texting Calvin, I get screenshots. Whenever I'm texting Calvin, I she gets screenshots. Like, there's no hiding between us. And if you ha- don't have a friendship like that, please get one. It's literally the best thing ever. But anyway. There is not one aspect of my life she does not know about. Whether it be for who the fuck I'm fucking one night. Yeah, whether it's literally. who I'm giving head to. Whether it's not. I roll a blunt on literally, FaceTime yep. with her. Oh my god, guys. She's literally yeah. listened to my mother curse me out on FaceTime. Yep. She's physically sat on FaceTime and watched my mom make me cry. Yep, it's happened. And um, and I've been there through all of it, and I'm still here. And there's very good reason to that, because our lives are just as fucked up as uh, each other's. So it's pretty fun watching each other fall apart and keeping the other one together while the other one's falling apart. But it's fine. It's really just me falling apart and trying to keep a mirror together and a mirror falling apart while trying to keep me together. But it works and we're here like six months, seven months later. Um, but yeah, it's just um, it's just so weird to think that we both let you stay in a toxic relationship because we thought it was and it wasn't even like like half toxic. It was like full it screamed toxic to any outsider but it was just yeah 100 percent. Yeah. there was days where i called him as i called him 50 different times to wake his ass up from his dorm and me cursing him out in front of his d- poor roommate oh my right? god listening to me cursing the fuck out because mm-hmm. he's sending nudes to other bitches like and amira's like oh it's fine and there's a time i don't know if you guys remember if you were like og you remember um, there was this fir- the very first time like Calvin ha- was accused of whatever Amira took to social media. She posted a TikTok about it, 
And then her mom and I, Amira's mom and I, sat there and lectured Amira for like 30 minutes and to an hour on the phone about why Kelvin deserves a second chance. And here we are. And then there was another time where he cheated and Amira tried to convince me that she should stay. Like, it really was, even if one of us didn't give her him the benefit of the doubt, the other two of us were. So it was always her mom, me, and um, Amira just trying to manage Kelvin. Like, if one of us weren't giving the, him the benefit of the doubt, the other two of us were. So it was always, at the end of the day, majority wins. And I hope he listens to this fucking so podcast. I. And maybe it will literally lo- so knock some sense in him. Because it's not even one-sided. Yeah. This is a three-person really thing. Is. Because yeah. you got to see the behind of scenes from both yeah. of our ends. You got to see the text messages from his Y'all. point of view oh my and God. my point of I'm view. I really... Okay, first of all, I single-handedly managed this relationship for four months without talking to Calvin once. First of all. Second of all, after I got his number, I single-handedly managed it for another two months. And then everything fell apart because um, Calvin's a dumb asshole. But it's fine. His name in my phone is dumb fuck. Like, it's just that. His contact isn't even safe yeah, at this point. And every time I text him, I just delete the whole chat. So it's never safe. <laughs> it really, it's just, oh my God. All, um, if you guys saw that TikTok where she let me expose her for 24 hours, all of everything about Calvin is saved in our chat, our Snapchat chat, me and Amira. So she can go back to it and roast the hell out of this bitch. But like, it's just funny. It's so funny. But anyway. I think that's a perfect way to end our episode. If you do not have a best friend like me and her, Facts. babe, you're missing the fuck. Oh my god. And then you guys, um, we're doing a Christmas exchange. We just recently shipped the um boxes out, so we're making a TikTok on that when that comes, so you guys can look forward to that. But until then, so stay tuned, motherfuckers. This was a bomb ass first intro. 25 minutes. Oh my god, we killed it. We should just and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Amira and Tree after dark.